This week's episode of the Run, Eat, Drink podcast is brought to you by listeners like you. Head on over to patreon.com slash run, eat, drink podcast and subscribe today. Fans, founders, and insiders like you help us keep the Run, Eat, Drink podcast going. And we thank you for your support. Hello, this is Marco Cesero and welcome to Run, Eat, Drink podcast. Welcome to the Run, Eat, Drink podcast. We feature destination races from across the country. And after the race, we take you on a tour of the best local food and beverage to celebrate. So whether you are an elite runner or a back of the packer like us, you'll know the best places to accomplish, explore, and indulge on your next runcation. Hey, welcome to episode 133 of the Runny Drink Podcast. I'm your host, Amy. And I'm your co-host, Dana. Welcome to the show. We're so happy to have you along. Thank you for listening, however you're listening, downloading, streaming, on a run, a commute to work. We're just glad you're here with us. And as a side note, uh, we should be, at this point in time, discoverable for folks that like to stream their podcasts on their Amazon devices, if they have an A-Lady device around the house, they could say... I see what you did. Hey, A-Lady, <laughs> listen to the Run, Eat, Drink podcast. So mm-hmm. another way for people to get us if they want. Mm-hmm. I'm excited about that. You know, any way people listen to us, I'm just thankful. Absolutely. And that our little passion project continues to go on despite the circumstances and the sad announcements that we spoke about on our live this past week. If you didn't catch it, we did a Facebook and Instagram live Mm -hmm. and we did announce the fact that Disney has, in fact, I don't want to say canceled. Converted. Converted. Converted to virtual. The marathon weekend. Yeah. To a virtual race. Mm Mm-hmm. As well as the princess. princess. Mm-hmm. So the first two races of 2021 yeah. for the Walt Disney World properties have been converted to virtuals. Although that happened before our Florida Florida's governor, uh, Ron DeSantis, reopened the state. Mm. So I have some friends who've been messaging me going, hey... Now that they have said that the parks can reopen to 100%, do you think that Disney might change course? They, I don't know. I mean, you can never tell, and I guess stay tuned, but since they've already announced those first two, I really think our only hope is Star Wars. Oh, I see what you did there. Yeah. You see. (laughs) Come on. Come on. Yeah, I I got you. uh, You know, before we actually get into the meat of this show, I should say that this is going to be a supersized episode. This is going to be a great episode for your long run because we do... No, what did you call it? A half marathon It's a half marathon sized episode. episode. Yeah. 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 We have some amazing stuff to talk to you guys about today. Of course, we're going to give you the update on our training and of course. our most recent virtual race that we, we ran. Of course. And that is the MAD 10K. Yes. The Walk Like MAD. The Walk Like MAD 
either 5K or 10K, we elected to do the 10K. Yeah, but we also have some crazy days of recognition. I don't know what you call them. They're not really They're holidays. They're not holidays. They're not holidays. They're just days we like to celebrate just because. You know, like International, you know, Hard Drive Day. You know, there's there's an <laughs> international day for or a national day for everything mm-hmm. now. And there are like multiple calendars out there that have this stuff. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, it used to be just Hallmark that made up holidays. Now everybody's doing it. So... It gives us a reason to bring you a half marathon sized episode because in addition to the Walk Like Mad 5K, 10K that we participated in to support a local organization, Mm -hmm. we are also taking the run portion to celebrate International. International. International Podcast Day and sharing with you some of the podcasts that we love to listen to on our run. And arguably, the Run, Eat, Drink podcast wouldn't exist without many of these. Right. Because many of these shows were instrumental in inspiring and, mm-hmm. in, in some cases, instructing us So on what very to do. much, yes. But that's not all. Wait, there's more. There is, in fact, more. Be- if you're a fan of, you know, infomercials, then you know. Yeah, because on September 25th, mm-hmm. which is as of the as of recording was about three days ago, oh, Friday National Lobster Day happened, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. and here at the Runny Drink Podcast, we like our fair share of lobster. Some of you may not like it, and that's okay. And that's okay. But we're going to share with you some favorites from the past, as mm-hmm. well as a new location that we discovered. Yes, and they serve more than lobster at all these locations. So we're just saying while we're highlighting lobster, there's still much to enjoy at these locations. And if that weren't enough, it's also National Coffee Day tomorrow, which is actually going to be today if you're listening to this show when When it drops drops in the feed. Mm -hmm. So for those of you that have downloaded this first thing Tuesday morning, happy Happy National National Coffee Coffee Day. Day. And Cheers. You, you might have figured out Cheers. that Amy I'm a little I'm a fangirl. Likes coffee a little bit. I do. Just a li- don't chew though. Come on. Oh, it's i I'm drinking it right now as we speak. I do it for you. I I'm do it for you. It now as we speak. And yes. so we're going to bring you some of our favorites mm-hmm. from shows past and yeah. a new offering. But as we are recording, just so everybody knows, we are actually recording and enjoying a little bit of the oat milk mocha latte from our Narrative. friends at Narrative Coffee, Coffee Roasters, Roasters down in Naples, Florida. Shout out to Caleb. So that's McPherson. actually what we're drinking as we're recording. And cheers to you and so, your success, Caleb. So it's going to be a, staff. a huge show this week. It's epic. So, let's get started. I'm excited. So, if you enjoy a longer show, you know, welcome to what will be one of your favorite episodes, hopefully. Hopefully, because we've got some amazing stuff to tell you about. And away we go with yes. the running portion of our show. And let's talk about the Walk Like Mad 10K. Yes. So, two weeks ago, we were fortunate enough to have executive director for the Southwest Florida uh, mad mothers against drunk driving. We had her on the show to talk about their virtual event. Two years ago, we 
ran this event live at JetBlue Park and we crossed home plate and it was a, a great community event. With the current climate, they have converted to, to a virtual and offered two different distances and a, a great kind of virtual swag bag that they will mail to you. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And they even said that they would mail it to people outside of the area. So. Well, I said virtual, but you, you know, you get physical stuff. Yeah, it's a real swag bag for a virtual, virtual race. race. Yeah, I got it. I'm, I'm there. I'm there. I'll drink more of the coffee and it'll, it'll <laughs> wake be you up better. But uh, we are just so excited to support this organization who is, they are doing such important work. In my day job, of course, if you are a longtime listener of the show, you know that my day job is law enforcement. And if you're a new listener, my day job is law enforcement. <laughs> and I've been... Welcome fortunate to the show. enough to work with um, Matt of Southwest Florida mm-hmm. for the past 20 years. Mm-hmm. And for all of my career in in both jurisdictions that I worked in. Mm-hmm. So the idea that we get to do a race that supports this group that does fantastic advocacy work, education, and provides victim assistance mm-hmm. for Victims and survivors, as cases proceed through the criminal justice system, was really a no-brainer for us when we started it two years ago. Yeah, and yeah. when we saw that we could do it virtually, we were like, outstanding, let's do it. And then we were like, and we're training for a much higher distance than last year, so let's run the 10K. So now we're going to give you our recap of our virtual race Beginning with the heat segment, ladies and gentlemen, we have a bell. If we're going to talk about the heat, we got to hit the bell now. We have a bell. We got a bell. That's not, that's not digital Foley work. That is, that's an analog uh, call bell. We got a bell. I actually had Amazon ship one. (laughs) So. And if you would like. If you would like the bell, the official bell of the Running Drink Podcast, message us. We'll be more than happy to share with you our Amazon affiliate link that allows you to purchase this fabulous Running Drink Podcast bell. And anytime you feel like complaining about the weather, you could just hit that and start complaining. Yeah. And it's it, it costs you no extra to use our Amazon affiliate link and supports the show. Absolutely. And if you'd like, we could even sign it for you and send it to you. Yeah, we totally will. Just let us know. Uh, and, you know, I think that our girl dog, Danny, approves of the bell. She approves of the bell or she disapproves of something outside. So that's We don't know. That's who you're hearing there in the background. So she's saying hello. And it was superbly hot on Saturday when we did this virtual race. Yeah. Now, we, again, uh, once again, we failed to plan which I guess technically means we plan to fail. But uh, uh, on Friday, we were doing episode research for yes. International Lobster Day. Of course. And then I happened to discover that the 40th anniversary re-release of Empire Strikes Back was happening. And at the local movie theater that was housing it, <laughs> adult tickets were $5, but the show started at 10.20 p.m. The first movie we've been back to since the beginning of 2020. Yes, <laughs> Our last movie that we saw in the movie theaters, I think, was Deadpool 2. I don't even know when that came out. Sometime in 2019, right? I believe so. I don't know. Anyway, feels like forever. That's because it was forever. And you said, oh, they're having one of our favorite movies 
at a movie theater, let's go. Yeah. Let's grab a mask. Let's grab a Run, Eat, Drink podcast mask. We were repping the brand. Mask up and let's go. So we were out a little late because the showing of, of one of our favorite movies was... Empire Strikes Back. Super, super late. I just said it started at 10.20. Yeah. PM. Was, well, that's late for me. It is late. Yeah. So two and a half hours, roughly, runtime means we got home about 1 a.m. I'm not fighting with it. We're not debate. I mean, it is what it is. We're, <laughs> it's the facts. Yes. Yeah, just the facts, ma'am. So... We got home late, which means we really were not poised for success. Not for an early wake up, no. And we woke up well after the sun came up. We did. So it ended up being a run that started close to 11 a.m. for us. Oh, yeah. Once we took care of the dogs and got some hydration. And well, coffee. I, be- I believe that you actually did a Facebook or Instagram live and you were out in the heat. Yeah. It's already 90 something degrees. Uh huh. And <laughs> you. We're literally in the hot weather with uh-huh. your hot coffee in a travel mug. Yes. Going down the road. You have to have coffee. Run has to be powered by coffee. <laughs> that one certainly was. Running. Okay. So. So how did you tackle this race? Did you do any interval work? Because you and I started out together, but I had the dogs with me. And mm-hmm. then we diverged paths mm-hmm. in the neighborhood. Yes. And I lost sight of you for a good bit. So what were you doing? Walking. Okay, you just did yours as a walk? Yeah, because of the heat. I, I, you know, I was in communication with Jeff Galloway, who is America's coach, Olympian Jeff Galloway, and our coach. Mm-hmm. And we communicated about the cancellation or the conversion to virtual for the run Disney Marathon weekend. And right. he says, okay, so this week you're, we're going to revamp your plan. So he said, if you feel that you can do intervals, do them. And I felt like the ankle could uh, could sustain them for a good portion of the 10K, but the heat was so bad. Right. The heat and the direct sunlight. There was no shade, no overcast, no Mm-mm, nothing. No. So I thought, let's just get the distance in, and I can work on intervals next weekend. Yeah, good idea. For the shorter type of run and for your short runs during the week had you done any interval work mm-hmm. Oh, okay yeah i had done some cadence drills some acceleration gliders we've talked about those on the show before and just 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 some interval work to see where i'm at and also it, it's when you challenge yourself with different types of intervals it's nice stress release really mm-hmm. so as long as you're healthy and you can do it and it's yeah so that's what i did and then next weekend i'll I'll actually do the homework that he did assign you this, okay. this weekend. <laughs> what about you? Well, this was kind of a, an odd week for me. This was my short work week, so I only worked two days during the week. Mm. Um, one of those days during the week, I did um, a 5K with co-worker yeah. at work. Um, I like that you can do that at work. But I've continued to add back in some weight training. I'm doing a little mm-hmm. bit of free weights and kettlebells. I see those kettlebells. Yeah, so I'm... I'm doing a little bit of cross training in that respect, but I only had one run day during the week. And mm-hmm. that was, that was a little bit of interval work there. Uh, yeah. Real quick. Cause he, my coworker is getting the bug. I, I'm, I'm helping. In fact, I got him signed up for an upcoming race that we're going to do is he on the show. the show. I don't think he's listening yet. He's not that tech savvy. I Come have to on. get him into podcasts, you but have to listen to the show. <laughs> 
He he sent me the link Good. to the U.S. Army ten miler. Nice. And that's the that's the one that um, I said. Well, if you sign up for it, I'll run it with you. Excellent. And he, we've been working up towards him doing intervals, and he said, "Yeah, like start interval work." Well, that was he said that last week. Nice. Today, as we are recording this, we did our first set of intervals. Um, so, or for the for the full five k. Last week mm. we did we just did some here and there and mm-hmm. I said this is all we're looking at doing. I, I wanted to start him out real easy at a at a five second run, fifty five second walk. Yeah. And I said, Do you think you could you could maintain this for forty five minutes? And he said, Yeah, I think I could do that. Absolutely. So I said, All right, great. That's what we're gonna do on Monday. So we did that today. Um but feeling good? Feeling good? Yeah, I'm feeling good now. In fact, and he is. He seemed to be wonderful. No complaints today, so we'll have more to report on that well next week. Done, Coach Costin. And working on it. Um, so, I had the one day of running, you know, for kind of for speed with him, mm-hmm. and then we had this 10k. Mm-hmm. When we got up late, of course, taking care of the dogs and all that, I said, yeah. "You know what I'm going to do? I'm going to take the dogs with me and let them go as long as they could." Normally, the dogs are good for about a 5k. Um, because we started so late, they were done after two miles. And literally, as we ran back by the house, they were pulling me up the driveway. And I said, all right, I, I, Enough. I understand what you're saying. You may as well be speaking English. I brought them in the house after two miles. And then I went and finished my last four okay. or 4.2. Yeah. Um, I was basically doing that since with the dogs, they stop every, you know, 20 feet to smell something or pee on something. Of so I, I wasn't worried about time. And I said, okay, this is just basically a long run for training week. Mm-hmm. We don't have to worry about speed for this one. Mm-mm. So there you have it. It was basically a power walk. Mm-hmm. And my my splits in miles three, four, five, and six were much faster than one and two because I didn't have yeah. the dogs with me. Um, to be expected. And then I was doing laps on the street. And, and one lap on our street is about 1.8 miles. So I had to do two, about two and a half laps. Mm-hmm. I had a two liter bottle of water that I sat in the driveway in the shadow of our car. Nice. And every time I would pass the house, I would grab and, and take from that. And I was not carrying water on my person. No hydration pack for you. Huh? Not a hydration pack mm-hmm. on this one because mm-hmm. I was only doing, you know, laps on the street. Mm-hmm. And uh, I can tell you, though, that I did destroy an entire two liter bottle of water Mm -hmm. in the course of six miles i did carry water with me after the coffee so oh good because i just kept doing laps but i did them the full the full block all the way around which is two miles okay i was wondering where where you were going because i lost sight of you Mm -hmm. so two miles all the way around the block rather than up and down the block i gotcha yeah it's just a, a change of scenery and there's a little patch of shade there by the uh, by the vet. Okay. The animal hospital where we normally right. take the kids. It took me about two hours to do the 10K. Well, I wasn't um, much far, yeah. m- much ahead of you. I, I was about an hour and 55, hour 57, something like and that. And I guess I don't give myself credit really enough for the cross training I do as far as yoga because I did plenty of yoga this past week. Yeah. See, you're, you're doing yoga on almost yeah. a daily basis. Mm-hmm. I'm 
like for me, it's mainly uh, the best time for me to work out is uh, since I'm allowed to do it on my lunch break at work. It's nice. You know, to either run or to lift weights. So, mm. or I've got the free weights here at the house. And so. I really should incorporate maybe the yoga on a lunch break. Can't hurt. Yeah. When I'm, when I run in the morning, that'd be, mm, I'll look into that for, thanks for the tip. There you go. I'm Coach Costin, <laughs> inspiring other runners. Registering for virtual races with other runners. Right. The next task is to get others to listen to our show. I'm working on it. I'm working on it. And speaking of listening to shows. Yes. This week, we have International Podcast Day, which I I believe is September 30th. It's the day after this show airs. Okay, so it hasn't hit yet. No. It's September 30th. Let me make sure. Then I, I think you're correct. I have been an avid podcast listener since the very beginning, since the first podcasts were out there. Uh, Adam Curry, being known as the Podfather, uh, you know, September thirtieth, yeah, credited with the first podcast, and that's basically an audio file with an RSS feed, um, you know, attached to it, so that you can subscribe and. Being an early adopter, a lot of the podcasts that I used to listen to were very tech-oriented. Oh, yeah. Because it's a tech-savvy crowd that, that were the early adopters. Yeah. And it didn't really gain popularity until the world's largest consumer electronics company decided to mainstream it and make it part of their um, very popular uh, suite of software that they sell with their computers. So... Over the years, you've seen more mainstreaming of podcasts. Mm-hmm. In recent years, you like, see like things like Serial. Joe Rogan. Joe Rogan's podcast. Mm-hmm. Um, but, you know, we all, the, the nice thing about podcasts, and all of you listening understand this, is that you can find a podcast that's super specific to the things that you like. Like running, eating. And drinking. Yeah. I mean, you would never get a broadcast show that talks about runcationing. That's right. not going to be of broad enough appeal. But, you know, with podcasts, you can be very selective, very specific, and, and, and really, you know, drill down to very unique interests. And mm-hmm. each and of us have kind of, over the years, we've started to develop our right. own podcast library. Exactly. And our podcast library is great to take with us on those long runs so that we can keep our minds engaged or listen to inspiring content. Well, I, I am one of those people that loves spoken word content when I'm running. At, every now and then I get an urge for music. And there are some days where I'll, I'll start with podcasts. Sure. Mid-run, I'll switch to music. And then towards the end, I'll go back to podcasts or, or, or vice versa. And that's the great thing about running and, and carrying with you iPhones, iPods, those kinds of things. You can mm-hmm. do that so easily. So we thought we would share some of our, for International Podcast Day, some of our favorite podcasts that keep us going on the run. Yeah. So who's going to start? You can start. Oh, wow. Okay. Well, well we can alternate. That's, yeah, we can that's alternate. Cool. Uh, I'm I, all about it. 
Well, I'm going to probably stick to the nerdier side of the podcast. That's what I love about you. About because it's what I love about you. I was probably the first one in this in this couple to be it's a true. podcast listener. And again, like I said, I started with the the geekier side. I wasn't too far behind you, though. No, no. But I started with the really geekier side of it. So um, being an, an Apple fan and all of our technology tends to be Apple products of one stripe or another, whether it's computer, phone, tablet, whatever the case may be. Um, I started out listening to tech podcasts to further my own knowledge because mm. I, I was often the technologist for um, my police department. Yeah. I was doing so- yeah. social media and video production and um, ultimately uh, website stuff and sure. uh, doing a lot of that that was tech-centric. And, and people always asked, you know, well, you know, how do you know so much? Well, I was a computer technician back in college before I was a police officer. Mm. And I've always been a bit of a technology technology enthusiast. Like my dad. Yeah, you yeah. know, I mean, I couldn't program a computer unless you were talking about uh, Atari Basic, and Atari. I couldn't. You couldn't do much with that. I, I could, love Atari. you know, I could make it. You know, the screen count if I needed to. Like, I think I could remember how to do that, but, um, <laughs> you know, that's about it. But I, I'm a power user when it comes to you know, computers and, and mm-hmm. all that. So one of the first shows that I really glommed on to when podcasting became a, th- became a thing is a show called Mac OS Ken. I love that show. And Ken Ray is a, is a podcaster who I admire him because of his format. I admire him because of his wit and because he does a straight news show, which is, you know, so refreshing, but it's all, you know, news about Apple and Apple products and, um, news around them so it can have things to do with um with companies new products new products software you know whatever the case may be Mm -hmm. so i always kind of know what's going on in Mm -hmm. that space by listening to him and he does a daily show five days a week and And it's short to the point you can get a lot of information from that yes and like i said he's a very straight news show and, and you can tell he's scripted but he puts a lot of thought into that script yeah and it's a very clean delivery, very quick. And he's Easy to just, understand. And he does a lot of other podcasts as well. He's mm-hmm. branched out and he yeah. does a, a Star Trek podcast, the Roddenberry. He, he used to do that, yeah. Yeah, so um, he he's just been one that I've really enjoyed listening to over the years. Well, I would be remiss if I did not talk about um, a podcast that will inspire people and keep them going on long runs through storytelling and is provided by our coach, America's coach, Jeff Galloway. And it's called the You Can Do It podcast with Jeff Galloway. All of these podcasts are available in iTunes and Apple Podcasts, depending on what device you're, you're on. And we, we will link to all of them in our show notes so that you can check them out and maybe partake. But The You Can Do It podcast with Jeff Galloway is a fairly recent addition to Apple Podcasts. And you heard at the top of the show, Mr. Marco Cicetto. Indeed. Who we've had on the show, who's been very inspiring, who we got the chance to meet at the Anchorage Run Fest. And 
What, what I really like about Jeff's podcast is, one, it's a family affair, and his son Weston kind of interviews him and talks about his history and major milestones in his running career and what, what has shaped his, his ultimate uh, mission to help others run till they're 100, run injury-free. And so listening to his story is great, but this week on the show, he interviews Marco Cicetto and I can't wait to listen to that on the next long run. So this one is not about the how to of running. It is about inspirational stories connected to running through the history of Jeff Galloway's running career or others who have had storied and inspirational running careers. Very nice. And what and life lessons as well as running lessons that you can glean from there. So the You Can Do It podcast with Jeff Galloway is great. Outstanding. Mm-hmm. Well, I've got another. Okay. This one, uh, again, stays on the nerdier side of things, but this is a, a, a pop culture entertainment podcast. So if the first one I could give you is going to inform you. This one will entertain you. This initially was a show called Fat Man on Batman. Yeah, and this is a podcast by the actor, director, screenwriter Kevin Smith of Mm. Clerks fame, Chasing Amy, Clerks Two, Jay and Silent Bob Strike Back. I mean, he's become a pop culture icon for Mm -hmm. for nerds. Yeah, he's directed some episodes of the CW series, popular DC series. Yeah, the popular yeah, like uh, Supergirl, The Flash. Mm -hmm. So yeah. Yeah, he pops up everywhere. And if anything, there's anything to do with comic books or geek culture, mm-hmm. Kevin Smith tends to be the one that Hollywood and TV leans on to kind of be the bridge to the mainstream. Yeah. And he he has an amazing, um, I don't know, he has amazing ability to connect with the audience, mm-hmm. even when he's talking about stuff that is maybe not up your alley, maybe it's not your cup of tea, but this is something I've always liked about his movies, you know, whether it's Clerks or um, Chasing Amy or whatever. Mm-hmm. You know, he, his his directorial style, his writing style, tends to be more character driven, more mm-hmm. more focused on the emotional side of things, which is kind of funny coming from me. But the fact is, he does it on the podcast as well. I mean, you get to, he has a partner with him, uh, Mark Bernardin, mm. who Mark's had an amazing career as a, as a writer and as a uh, reporter and uh, covering, mm-hmm. uh, covering movie reporting for, for, I believe it was entertainment magazine, if I'm not mistaken. Um, right. He's, he's been well published, well documented, mm-hmm. and, and he most recently worked on a show based on the world that Stephen King has created. Mm-hmm. Um, and I can't think of the name of the show Castle? right now. Castle, uh, Castle, Castle Rock, Castle Rock. Yeah, yeah. he was one of the, the main writers on Castle Rock. So um, this started out as a show them talking about a lot of uh, Batman stuff, you know, comic books, movies, that type of thing. Well, you know, there comes a point where you run out of material, especially when you're, if you're not doing deep dives into the old fifties uh, and sixties comic books, you know, there's only so many movies. There's only so many cartoons comics. centered on Batman, uh, centered on Batman. Yeah. So they started br- branching out more broadly into science fiction okay. and to, to 
geek culture. Yeah. And then they eventually changed it to Fat Man Beyond, of course, which is a play on Batman Beyond, which is an animated um, Batman spinoff cartoon set, sure. set after Bruce Wayne is, is an older man and no longer able to put on the cape and cowl. Mm. Fantastic show. And to give you an idea of one of my favorite episodes, he, he recounts a story of, and this was right after the passing of Stan Lee, he recounted a story of how he and Stan became close over the years. That was an emotional story. A a, a very emotional story. Uh, He cries, well, Kevin Smith cries at the drop of a hat, but, you know, he he cries telling (laughs) the story, talking about how he first got to know him Mm -hmm. during the shooting of Mallrats. Mm. And then they they developed a friendship over the years and how he basically became a father figure to him. And it's just a, it was an incredible story. And it's those types of nuggets that you get from, from listening to him that, that, you know, really make the show worthwhile. But if you're wanting to keep up on pop culture and like, you know, the geekier side of pop culture, it's a great show to check out. Mm -hmm. Fat Man Beyond. I, I can't recommend that one highly enough. So to finish up with my, uh, fangirling of Jeff Galloway, we, we also listen to two other podcasts that are centered on Jeff Galloway, but this is not like the inspirational storytelling. This is the how-to of the run-walk-run method, which is called the Extra Mile Podcast with uh, uh, Extra Mile Podcast Jeff Galloway Edition. It is kind of like the how-to of the, the run-walk-run, and it's, it's broken up into run-walk-run segments. And there are questions that he fields from from listeners. And it's just Jeff talking about the run-walk-run method. And Kevin Gwynn is the host of this show. And we've had him on when he talked about um, an Extra Mile podcast challenge for uh, to support the, the Donna Foundation. Yeah. Uh, yeah, Kevin's show is one of our favorites. Of course, he has the Jeff Galloway edition of the Extra Mile podcast. Which is the one that I'm talking about right now. And then there is the Extra Mile podcast, which was born out, uh, out of just people sharing their progre- progress and their training around training, around preparing for races. Mm-hmm. So... The Extra Mile Podcast and the Extra Mile Podcast Jeff Galloway Edition. You can get some inspirational little nuggets and training tips from Jeff himself as Kevin kind of talks with him and Chris Twiggs, who is a a part of Galloway Training Programs, the chief training officer of uh, Galloway Productions. And I, I may have gotten... I hope I got his title right, but at any rate, you get the expertise in the Extra Mile Podcast Jeff Galloway edition, and then you get updates from runners like you where you can maybe glean some lessons they've learned, inspiring stuff, or challenges they talk about that say, oh yeah, I've had that challenge and I can keep on going too. I've got another one for you. I've done what? I've done one, two, three. I've done three. I got another one. Okay. Okay. And you've Uh, done two. So this is your third. Yeah, I'm gonna I'm gonna keep it again. I'm gonna keep it on the on a little bit on the nerdy side, a little on the geeky side. But we're Go gonna move it. away from computers. Ooh. We're gonna move uh, into 
I don't know if you want to call it the fringes of pop culture, but something that's a little less mainstream even than Kevin Smith. Oh. And I would say that Penn's Sunday School is probably one of my favorites. And this is Penn Gillette of Penn & Teller. It's his podcast. Yeah. And Penn is, he's an eccentric guy. I mean, that's just... There's just no way around it. I mean, you he tells some of the most incredible, weird stories, recounts things that happened to him and to Teller, uh, his, his partner in crime on the show, Michael Godot uh, and Matt Donnelly. They talk about things that are timely. They talk about things that are just a little bit off the beaten path. Mm-hmm. Um he does a lot of sharing of his own uh, weight loss journey that he's been on. I mean, as, if you've been listening to our show for a while, you know that sure. uh, a couple of years ago when I had my my scare of, wow, I have insanely high blood pressure and I probably need to do something about this. Yeah. Um, when I was looking for inspiration, his audiobook because I wanted to hear him read it, was one of the first things that I went to, and that was Presto, How I Made 100 Pounds Disappear. Right. And once I listened to that, I got turned on to his podcast, and it's just, yeah, I would just to say that it's it's weird and different and eccentric is is the, the best way that I could describe it because you never know what he's going to talk about or who his guests are going to be. He's just... You'd have to listen to him and give it a shot. He's he's boisterous. He's he's everything you see on the show, but he's also incredibly smart, incredibly thoughtful, mm-hmm. and he has those moments where you just like go, I didn't expect that from that that big six foot you know plus guy that's always yelling on stage, and he's kind of the he's the loud heavy. Well, I say heavy in air quotes. The the loud um, boisterous one. In the pair, pen and extrovert. Teller. He's very much so, like an extrovert you know. versus the introvert. But you know, he's he's also the guy that you know loves his work so much that he comes in an hour early to his Vegas show to play uh, freeform uh, improvisational jazz oh. for the audience. I didn't know that. And then stays an hour afterward to make sure that everybody gets a photo and time That's with awesome. him. Awesome. Yeah. So you know, stuff like that. It's just just that's the kind of crazy stuff I get attracted to sometimes. I want to turn to some Disney podcasts that make me happy on the run. Okay. Because I'm always looking forward to a run Disney race since that's kind of how we started and caught the bug or planning our next Disney vacation because that's a place that we can scoot up to that's three hours away and get away Sure. for some time. But um, we've had Mike Rallman on the show before and he is the host of the Be Our Guest podcast. And... They do, gosh, four shows a week. During, during the first months of the, of the pandemic, they were doing live shows like every day. He was doing a live show, a call-in show, and he created such community around that. But I started to listen to him maybe two years ago. They've been doing that podcast, the Be Our Guest podcast, which is a Disney trip planning podcast for 12 years. Wow. So they're some of the original podcasts, like you said. OG podcasters. OG podcasters. And they do great stuff like this past weekend would have been the Run Disney Paris races. And they were doing virtual races to support Give Kids the World, 
Very nice. Um, which supports kids who are who are sick, families who are going through medical crisis, and giving them the gift and the dream of Disney. But the the show is about taking listener questions about trip planning or having a trip plan. Uh, having a, a recently, you've gone on a trip and you call in and you recap that trip or taking questions uh, and answers or, or just general Disney topic and Disney news. So there are usually three episodes proper in the, in the feed and then a live call-in show that they have. And it, it is, it is fun. You get lost in the questions and the answers and the news of Disney and it, it can be great if there is a tough mile on the run. Yeah. It's, it's a great show in that these are people who, you know, they, work for a travel agency that specializes in Disney vacations. Disney vacations may not appeal to everybody, but there is such a large number of people out there that save months or even mm-hmm. years for the dream Disney experience. Mm-hmm. And these folks know all the ins and outs mm-hmm. so much so that we've learned a lot and listen to their show tips to and get tricks. tips to get the most out of the time when we go up there mm-hmm. and can't, I can't recommend it enough. In fact, yeah. we've listened to this show, the better part of one trip back, I believe back from the keys. Oh once, yeah. And yeah. that was keeping, keeping us going on the trips mm-hmm. and, and, and we've listened to it on the way to Disney before. So mm-hmm. it's, you know, and there, there's plenty of content, plenty yeah. of questions. The community they have grown is fantastic. Mm. We are part of that community having mm-hmm. both actually participated in a live call in show. Oh yeah. And they have a running group on Facebook. That's an offshoot of the be our guest podcast because of so many people who participate in run Disney events as well as vacation there. And it's called the BRCast Podcast Lizard. Shout out to Mike Bankhead, who organizes that group that's 2,300 members strong. And he's a friend of the show, and we've had him on before as well. So I would be remiss if I did not mention that, because if you need just a bright spot on a run or a bright spot in your day, he, Mike Rallman, Pam Forrester, uh, Ricky, uh, she, they are all great. So Very nice. Yeah. All right, I'm gonna do one more. One more. Then you do one more. Okay. And then we're gonna go on to the eating portion because I'm fine. Getting, I'm getting hungry fine, just fine, looking fine. ahead at the notes here. Fine. Um, maybe we'll share more on a live. Maybe so. Too. We we both have extensive uh, extensive libraries. It's hard not to share a lot. Yep. Yeah. Well, a couple of years ago, we were fortunate enough to go to a podcasting conference here in Orlando, and while we were there, we had a random meeting. At a, uh, at basically at a, at a cocktail gathering that was happening there, and we ended up meeting our friend Claude Call. Yay! I love that you're doing this and one. Claude is the creator, the host, the brains behind the How Good It Is podcast, and I've talked about this show before. Um, mm. I've, I've talked about it here. I've talked about it on our Facebook and Instagram live. Mm-hmm. This yeah. is the audio version of the old TV show that used to come on VH1 called Pop-Up Video. I loved that show. Claude takes a song from the rock and roll era, and that can go back to the what I term as classic rock, uh, which goes back to the, the 50s and 60s. Mm-hmm all the way to really to the modern day. I mean, mm. I, he did, very recently did an episode on um, 
what's her name? Uh, shake it off. What's her name? Taylor Swift. Taylor Swift. That one. Taylor Swift. Yes. So. <laughs> anyway. I don't think it was the shake it off song. I think it was a different song. As you, I recall. That's how I remembered her though. Yeah. 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 So he, he has this wide, uh, but very specialized, um, segment of music to to draw from Mm. and he does such incredible research and has great stories behind the songs the Mm. lyrics the production um, urban legends that sprout up around around songs and and albums it's just it's the most fun show i love it and i love listening to him i'll i'll sometimes save two or three episodes and have them for a long run on a weekend. Mm-hmm. And he has recently started a brand new podcast um, with a friend of his. Mm-hmm. And that one is called Words and Movies. Yeah. And it's going to be more geared towards cinema. And connections. Un- well, unique connections that you wouldn't think of between movies. So I would highly recommend checking those out, but especially yeah. the How Good It Is podcast. He is also a friend of the show, and he is mm-hmm. in the middle of putting together yeah. and perfecting a playlist for us so that we can share it with you guys that will help keep you going on some of your runs. Yes. Right. I love that show. And like you said, Making the switch, sometimes I'll listen to an episode of his, and because he has highlighted a song, then I'll go and I'll create maybe a, a radio station out oh. of for that song. Oh, I blame him. I own every version of AHA's Take On Me that mm, exists. That was a great episode. And I, I bought every single one. And same goes for Werewolves of London. I Thank love you it. very much, Claude. Love it. Love it. And I loved this your Taylor Swift episode, I'm just saying to you. <laughs> so it's it's so hard to pick. I only get one more. One more. Oh. oh. Right, we're going to have to change this to a marathon-sized episode. Oh, okay, okay. Well, we, we should definitely share additional podcasts in a live broadcast maybe later on this week. Over a beer, perhaps. Over a beer. I would say we should talk about... Just a podcast in paradise. Our friend Steph, and on Instagram, she's at, at Just Take a Dip, and she has an entire dip crew that talk about the way to get the most out of your Florida vacation. So, Not just Disney, all of Florida. Florida, Florida. So, like, where, where to go in Key West or... I mean, just Naples most recently, I believe. Yeah, a lot, a lot of tips and tricks around Naples, around the beaches, just different places in Florida, sometimes historical stories about Florida or uh, she related to Disney. She did have a, a master cocktail artist from Disney, from La Cava del Tequila on the show. Very nice. Talking about cocktail inspirations. But it's you are right, to your point, it is not just about Disney. It's about Florida as a vacation destination and the way to get the most out of your Florida vacation. So I highly recommend 
just a podcast in paradise. Steph and the dip crew will steer you the right way. And a lot of times on Instagram, she will put up in the story, you know, ask us anything and they'll, they'll take uh, listener questions and address them about Florida vacations. And they have a great Instagram feed too. Yeah. And on their website, which you can get in their profile, they, uh, they will offer their services in helping you plan your Florida vacation. It's nice if you're going to spend money to come down here, it's nice to talk to people who know where to go. Know Florida. And can steer you the right way. Yeah. So best places to eat, beverages, best places to have the most fun and different kinds of recreation, unique experiences. It's just a great podcast. So Well, awesome. And there are a bunch more that we would want to share that we may share in a live in a future uh, in the future this week to yeah. celebrate International Stay tuned. Podcast Day. But now that the running is done, the podcasts that we listen to on those runs are over. It is time to talk about food because after you run, you get very hungry. Oh, my goodness. And we were fortunate enough to have National Lobster Day on the 25th. Yes, and, and we've had a lot of great lobster on the show. We have actually had more. Well, I don't know if I should say more. It's really not as much as you would think, given the fact that we live in Florida. We don't do a ton of seafood. But it's true. We do. Yeah. When we see lobster pop up, we tend to gravitate towards it. For example, a listener recommendation drove us to try in quick bite, uh, quick bite number 80, the lobster roll at DJ's Clam Shack in Key West after the Hemingway Sunset 5K. In 2019. Yes. Uh, we'll have a link to that episode. You'll be able to see, I believe that we shot video for that one, if I'm not mistaken. Mm, I think you're right. But uh, yeah, I think that we were still doing video at that time and in the feed. you're talking just oh. the, a, a, an amazingly large lobster roll oh. tossed very lightly in a creamy dressing with a little bit of celery, a little bit of lemon, a little bit of tarragon. Perfect. Perfect and, roll. Uh, it's awesome. Check that out. But we've also had other experiences, like in episode number 87. Yes, we did make our way to the 2019 Epcot International Food and Wine Festival, and we checked out the lobster roll offering at the Hops and Barley Pavilion mm -hmm. there. And again, you know, something that you wouldn't necessarily expect to be killer, you know, because it's at a food stand at mm -hmm. Disney, but it was amazing. It was delicious. And it, it tends to surface, or at least some form of this tends to surface back at Disney mm -hmm. every year. I know that they have the taste of the Food and Wine Festival going, so it's a more limited menu, but I think this is going on in 2020. So definitely check it out because that is a tasty offering. And of course, most recently, uh, or one of our more recent episodes, not most recently, we stopped at a local food truck called Mobsta Lobsta. Yes. While they were out at Fort Myers Brewing Company. Yes, we did. In episode 105, we visited Mobsta Lobsta and we had both a Connecticut style and then a traditional lobster roll in that episode, and we recap that. And I'm just telling you, if you are a local in Southwest Florida or if you come once travel begins again in earnest, 
it's they are doing it right out of that food truck. And if you want to know more, episode 105 breaks it down. And if you're vacationing anywhere from basically Sarasota to Naples, Florida, you can probably run across them at some point. That's mm-hmm. how far that these guys operate. Yeah. Yeah. You know, speaking of Disney, Disney in 2020 introduced the Citrus Blossom booth. And in episode 125, we recapped their featuring at their sister, at the Citrus Blossom booth. I can't even talk (laughs) because my mouth is watering. Yeah, this was a new Ah. offering. They came up with this booth. It's not themed after a country, but it is focused on citrus flavors and citrus influences Mm -hmm. in food. And at this, this booth, they had basically half of a lobster tail. It was... Done on a so skewer good. with this amazing citrus aioli. Oh, it was so good. So if you want the details, episode 125 is where we break that down. But most recently, now that I got that right, this past Friday, <laughs> we wanted to check out a place that's relatively new here in Southwest Florida. And it's actually located in downtown Fort Myers. And this was going to be the official celebration of National Lobster Day. Yes, we celebrated with this lobster roll from Mason's Famous Lobster Rolls. Mason's opened right at the beginning of 2020, and Mm -hmm. just as they started getting their feet under them, the pandemic happened. Yeah. And we are so happy that they've been able to weather the storm. And this is a place Mm -hmm. that's located in the middle of downtown Fort Myers. It's Mm -hmm. a very... um, very nice area that's been basically redone over the last several years. So you're talking, you know, it's a high rent area. And yeah, I was a yeah. little worried that they they were going to have a hard time making it, but it looks like they're doing okay. Yeah, and what I like about highlighting this place is it's not just in Fort Myers, but some of our listeners may find that it is in their hometown. Yes, it's rare that we feature chain restaurants on our show. Mm -hmm. Very rare. But every now and then we find chains that are doing it right. And And these guys are absolutely doing it right. Yeah. I had the classic lobster roll. You did. And the classic lobster roll is served chilled with mayo and lemon butter. And I got kind of an upgrade to it and they call that the bar harbor style (laughs) and what that means is you get the meat of a one and one quarter pound lobster including the tail on your sandwich so this bun or this this roll is absolutely overstuffed overflowing and let me tell you this was perfectly cooked Mm. incredibly Sweet, juicy, buttery lobster. The mayo and lemon butter combination on that was just perfect. It didn't overshadow the natural flavor of the lobster at all. Kind of highlighted it like an accent. Absolutely. Yeah. And their rolls, I think they, they I don't know what they're doing with those rolls. Their rolls were perfect. Very buttery, Toasty toasted and, perfectly. Oh. So you have this great crunch to the bread, but then the softness on the interior. It's so great. And I was stuffed. Mm. And this sandwich, mm. 
it, it's a the sandwich. It sounds like it's on the pricey side until yes. you, until you think about what all you're getting. Uh, so the sandwich alone is twenty dollars. Yeah, but we to do it Bar yeah. Harbor style. Yeah, you're, you're paying a little bit more. It's like five dollars more to do the full the full one and a quarter pound lobster. That's true. But for what you're getting, the amount of food and mm. the quality, mm. great value for the money. And I did the same thing to mine. I got it Bar Harbor Harbor style because because it's National Lobster Day. Go big. Right. So I did. And I got the Connecticut lobster roll, which is served warm and tossed in butter. And, oh, you, everything you said about the lobster roll is right. I love warm lobster with that acidic lemon. That the acidity that the lemon brings mm -hmm. just highlights the brininess of the seafood, the lobster, and it was tender, melt in your mouth meat paired with the buttery softness and the crunchy exterior of that roll. Yeah, they, I could actually eat one of those rolls plain by I, itself. It was really that good. Oh my goodness. But yes. So I highly recommend either lobster roll. Oh, yeah. Mm -hmm. Now, they also had some killer sides to go with it. We sampled their lobster bisque, mm -hmm. and we had that topped with extra lobster meat. Yes. Uh, I believe that's either a 3 or $4 up, or topped with extra lobster meat for $3. Yes, yes. Um, the, the bisque was creamy, very briny. It tasted mm -hmm. just, I mean, it was a, a well-done lobster bisque. Mm. Um, but I think the star of the show was their New England clam chowder. In terms of the soup offerings. Yes. I would say you're, I mean, I, I love a lobster bisque, but I think that the broth, the, the body of that New England clam chowder was just so comforting. Silky thick mm -hmm. yeah stick to the spoon just yeah. amazing i loved it and nice healthy chunks of of clam in there mm -hmm. great clam flavor all throughout um couldn't go wrong there and their cold sides were very good too we had yeah. their potato salad which was oh. a a mayonnaise based potato salad mm -hmm. with bacon i loved that it was smoky creamy the potatoes were tender yeah, my only problem mm. with that was that I could have eaten like a tub. Oh yeah, it was so good, and their coleslaw their their coleslaw was a was an interesting one. Um, it kind of reminded me, and I'm not saying this in a bad way. It's the cut of the cabbage. Mm -hmm. It was diced. Yes, it wasn't shreds. Mm -hmm. It just it was it was it reminds me. I think uh, I want to say. KFC has theirs diced also. But I think that... Not the, the flavor, just the... Right. But the, I think the ratio of the dressing or the sauce or the... Of the coleslaw mm -hmm. was more balanced in this offering. Oh, yeah, yeah. There's way... I'm Again, I'm not saying that theirs is like KFC. Mm -mm. It was just it happened to be diced like that, which yeah. I, you don't see very often, but their, the flavor and, like you said, the ratio mm -hmm. it wasn't overdressed. It was so good. Because the crunch was still there. Yes. And you could still see the individual pieces of the coleslaw itself. Mm -hmm. So I highly recommend. So not a bad thing on the menu that mm -mm. We, we sampled so far. And, and we, we want to go back for more. We have to go back for more because, because we missed the crab sandwich and the shrimp 
that yeah there was a Shrimp crab roll. roll just like a lobster roll and then there was like a grilled cheese and a macaroni they had a lobster grilled cheese um like a, a lo- lobster, lobster mac, mac and cheese. cheese yeah yeah and we just have to go back when we can have another meal and indulge there because it was just incredible but before we go on to the drink portion, guys, we want to say thank you so much. Uh, so many of you have reached out and started supporting the show, mm-hmm. and it's really made a difference in helping us keep the lights on here at the Running Drink Podcast. Some of you even actually made a point. You noticed that we were wearing our Running Drink <laughs> Podcast uh, face masks and said, hey, we'd like to get some of those. Our friends at Pure Creative Apparel came through, and we now have masks on our merchandise store at runningdrink.net. Mm-hmm. So you can support the show that way. But a lot of people have written reviews that are just so heartfelt and so sweet. Ratings and reviews to help grow our Runcation Nation. Love that. That helps us get noticed by people when they start searching for podcasts that have to do with running or eating or drinking. Mm -hmm. And it's all about the algorithm. So if you haven't left a rating or review on Apple Podcasts, please take a minute and go over there and do that. There have been many of you at races and more recently in our live um, broadcasts on Facebook and Instagram in the chat and in the comments have said, you know, we love what you're doing. We love that you are keeping your running travel podcast going by supporting virtual, supporting local, doing doing great work in this arena, and we want to see you keep going. How can we support you? So we ended up creating our Patreon, and if you head over to patreon.com slash podcast, you'll see that we have three levels of monthly support. or $10. And each of those has their own special perks. Our show is always going to be free. Always. But if you're looking for a way to support the show because you want to see more and you want to do some behind-the-scenes stuff and get some of the bonus content that we're creating, go check us out. Patreon.com slash Podcast, or if you're a Podbean user. If you're a Podbean user and you're in the Podbean app, you can tap on the button that says reward or become a patron at the top of the Podbean player, or you can go to the website patron.podbean.com slash runningdrinkpodcast. And we cannot thank all of you enough for supporting the show. So let's talk drinks. National Coffee Day. It's my favorite day isn't it every day it really is it's every you. day you are you are a coffee fiend i am i and am you know i was a live caller on the br guest podcast and mike actually said you know how many cups do you drink a day really and you had to measure it in french presses well and i don't know the size of the cup is relative i might have gotten into a debate like <laughs> because there are there's espresso shots and then there's actual coffee cups and then there's the supersized amy coffee cups there is so i yeah but um I love coffee, and I'm so happy to celebrate this day with the release of our episode and to look back at some of the fantastic coffee we've had and, and to highlight a new one. And this goes beyond every day we have a coffee meme on our we social do. media, but <laughs> we have covered a heck of a lot of coffee on the show. We have. And you're welcome. 
um, America and the world. Yes. So, you know, it's our public service to you. Um, Let's start with our friends over at Big Storm. They are not just about beer. Locally, here in Southwest Florida, and then also in the Tampa area, we have Big Storm Coffee, and we were lucky enough on... Quick Bites, 89, 90, 91, as well as episode 81, we had special interviews and conversations with head roaster Chris Ramsey from Big Storm Coffee. And Chris actually was kind enough to do a cupping of coffee with us live from the Big Storm Brewery here in Cape Coral. Yeah. He walked us through, kind of gave us a bit of a, uh, you know, coffee college yeah, a little mini college course. And drop some knowledge on us about, you know, properly brewing and cupping and tasting and coffee. They, and they have some fantastic brews that they sell in their tap rooms. And I can't wait to check out their location, their creamery. Their core beer, or their, well, their core beers are excellent, but their, co- their, <laughs> on core, Storm Brewing. their core coffees are excellent. Yeah. But then they've done some crazy stuff where they did like a maple rum barrel aged coffee. And I mean, the, yeah. they are willing to take some risks and do some interesting stuff. And but we love it. We love them, um, regardless of what they're doing. Mm-hmm. Um, and just to let everybody know, the Big Storm here locally is about to change its location. Oh, super exciting. So I'm excited to see what that's going to bring. Hopefully, maybe bring some big storm coffee down here to southwest florida expanding and celebrating and we can't wait to see it here coming up in october but we also have another local local favorite we do and those are our friends at grumpy goat coffee and we highlighted them the last time that we ran the mad 5k in person on episode 39 we did and they we, we just recently ran out of the most recent pound of coffee we bought from them. Yeah. And they did a collaboration with Momentum um, Brewing. Very recently. Very we recently. Actually did, we did their beers that were collabs mm-hmm. with Grumpy Goat Coffee yeah. um, on Instagram and Facebook Live. And episode 130, we actually talked about it. Yes. Recapped it. So... We we love that they pop up in different at different breweries and different community organizations, and they have whole bean. They'll grind the coffee for you, medium roast, light roast, dark roast. It. I just think they take great care in roasting their coffee. They do, and they ship. Mm, and they ship. So not only is this a local favorite, you can get it anywhere. Just and we will link to them in that episode and you can order some of their fantastic coffee going down to key west mm. we have mm. a we have a last day tradition every time we go to key west it's true the last day that we're there when we're going to get on the road to head off the island and head north to get back up here towards cape coral we stop by this tiny little shack oh. on the north end of the island mm called Cuban Coffee Queen. It's so good. It's a favorite of locals. It's a favorite of tourists. Mm. This place is, when I say shack, I'm not kidding. Whoa. It is like, yeah. It is a physical, it's not like a food truck, but it's it's like the size size of a food food truck. truck. 
but it's yeah, a shack. But it's a physical location. And I can tell you, they are busy from the time that they open to the time that they close. And they, they serve food as well, which is dynamite. Their food is their food game is ridiculous. Mm-mm-mm. Their coffee game is ridiculous. Mm-hmm. Um, Cuban coffee. Yeah. Now Cuban coffee, there's a reason, the, the joke is that there's a reason methamphetamine never took off in Miami, and that's because of Cuban coffee. Oh, <laughs> I did not hear it. That's new for me. Oh, yeah. I'm hearing that um, new on the show as we're recording. It's it's amazing stuff. When you, when your coffee is basically served to you in uh, a thimble, a, a thimble that, that should tell you something. Yeah, it's strong. It's some strong stuff. It's powerful. Stuff. And they, make a, they, <laughs> they make some amazing Cuban coffee there. They also do some oh. other stuff, which is really interesting. And I, I had it, um, in fact, the last couple of times we were there, a, mm. I had a turmeric latte there. Which is supposed to be really good for you in terms of health benefits, a turmeric. I, I, I made it home safely, so yeah. I'll, I'll take their word for it. It just tastes really good. Yeah, it does. And All their, their coffee does. And their breakfast sandwiches oh. are absolutely to die for there. Oh. So, but yeah, their Cuban coffee, absolutely outstanding. You usually get a cafe con leche. Uh huh. So, I just I like it. Yeah. I like it, and you can get it sweet or not. They're they are so friendly and so willing to customize the coffee to what you really want it to be. They have an offering for everybody, and I'm telling you, get the mojo pork. <laughs> That's outside the coffee arena, not in the coffee. Yeah, not okay. in the coffee, with the coffee. Yeah, with the coffee. Get the mojo pork in a breakfast sandwich or lunch, whatever. But the coffee is amazing. The food is amazing. Cuban Coffee Queen. And we highlighted them on Quick Bite 81. Now, back on episode 109, we highlighted another local favorite called Narrative Coffee Roasters. I love Caleb McPherson. And in fact, we, like I said at the start of the show we were actually sipping on the oat milk mocha yes latte or oat milk mocha oat milk mocha yeah and i will tell you that they deliver to us in fact they delivered it to us this morning they deliver in southwest florida on mondays and on thursdays if you get your order in ahead of time prior to monday prior to thursday they will deliver anywhere between like cape coral and down to naples where their physical location is in the mercado mall and that's something that they started prior to their opening mm-hmm. of the Naples location. And they started that during the pandemic. I mean, they adapted and su- they were so successful. And I'm so happy to see that. And you can still go to Narrative Coffee Roasters website, even if you're not local to Southwest Florida, and you can order whole bean or ground coffee and have it shipped to you. Two of my favorite or two, two of the reasons I love the guys at Grumpy Goat and the guys at Narrative mm-hmm. is that they tend to gravitate towards varietals that I like, and both of them offer a Costa Rican offering that yeah. is phenomenal. And what I like about Caleb, when you all were, when we, we interviewed him on, on 109, and we talked about just, uh, like, you all dropped coffee knowledge on me. Mm-hmm. because of your training and because of the uh, his expertise. I used to work for oh. Caribou Coffee back in college before they were a corporate company. They were a family-owned operation, and they made all of us do a two-week coffee college before we could even sling the first cup of coffee yeah. to bleary-eyed patrons in the morning. I love that Narrative Coffee Roasters roasts for the season. It's not like they have something sitting on the shelf for months and months. They roast 
in the season. Yep. And so their offerings, they're, they're changing. But that means you can find something in a style that you love that's going to be the freshest it could possibly be. Absolutely. So, yeah. So we linked to 109 in the show notes. We will also link to episode 110 because we, back in April, when the Star Wars Rival Run Weekend was canceled, we highlighted Expedition Roasters. And Eric Cantor, who is an owner, who is the owner of Expedition Roasters, they, he and his wife, they innovate with theme park inspired favorites. They are fresh coffees that are themed to park attractions. Yeah. Yeah. I, I mean, specifically a lot of Disney influence, but they also have some influence of Harry Potter as well. Yes, and recently we had a member of the Runcation Nation, Chris Darling, submit a review of one of those Harry Potter-themed coffees that we have yet to try. Well, hello, Amy and Dana. This is Chris in Virginia Beach, and I just wanted to call in really quickly because we've heard you talk about Expedition Roasters a few times on the show, and... My wife and I were intrigued enough that we decided to order some and give it a try. This time around, what we ordered was the Booksmart Blueberry Cobbler variety. And let me tell you, we were very impressed with this coffee. It was not, not overly sweet like you would expect when you hear the, the name of it. I mean, Blueberry Cobbler, you're expecting a, a sweet overload. Um, the blueberry really comes through more in the aroma um, than it does when it hits your palate as you still get a pretty pretty solid coffee taste on your palate. But it was really delicious and we are looking forward to trying some more flavors from Expedition Roasters. So thank you so much for letting us know about this awesome company and can't wait to hear some more on the show. Have a good one. Thank you for submitting that to us, Chris. We really appreciate your feedback on how much you enjoyed the coffee that we inspired you to pick up from Expedition Roasters. And we are super excited because Eric at Expedition Roasters gave us a brand new discount code for members of the Runcation Nation. Use code RUNEATDRINK to get 15% off of your purchase. If case counts, then you capitalize run, you capitalize eat, you capitalize drink, and it's all together, no spaces. Mm -hmm. And it's good for 15% off any purchase, which is live right now. So he updated our discount code for National Coffee Day. You can get in there and you can get some coffee theme park goodness. But what is it that we're drinking this week? That we've been Ugh. we've been partaking in to celebrate because let's let's be honest we started celebrating National Coffee Day a little early. I mean, we, we celebrated every every day. We do, but, but we cracked into a <laughs> pound of coffee that we recently purchased. If you've been if you're a coffee fan and you've been on social media, chances are you've come across 
the caffeine and testosterone fueled <laughs> comedic, uh, sometimes off color, but always entertaining videos of these guys. The men and women at Black Rifle Coffee Company. Yes. They have some of the most incredible coffee marketing I have ever seen. Yes. Their social media game is strong. Their coffee game is even stronger. And we picked up a pound of their thin blue line medium roast. And this is a a medium roast blend that they brew in support of law enforcement. Mm -hmm. And their company mission is to support veteran and first responder causes with a portion of their profits. Yes, so you'll see law enforcement-themed coffee, which is what we have. This is a medium roast, but they'll also have, uh, like, uh, supporting fire departments, supporting uh, the men and women of our military who serve. And and they employ veterans. Yeah, that's, that's exactly. That's a big part of their mission. Exactly. And, and they're founded by veterans. And, and I think that that is why I, I'm drawn to Black Rifle Coffee. And why I'm so thankful that they're out there on social media doing what they do. And the fact that they have these coffees available or a coffee subscription service or K-Cups in light and medium and dark roast. If you buy a case of K-Cups from them, they are actually shipped to you in a box that is printed to look like an ammo can. (laughs) Like a military ammo can. And you've seen them because I've got several of them here at the house myself. Yeah. And and they refer to the K-Cups as coffee rounds. Mm-hmm. So that's great. It, it, the, the, it's great. The, the theming is fantastic. I just got sucked into their social media this morning. Oh. A- Amy gets on to me because oh. I, I bring my iPhone. Okay, this is going to weird. This everywhere. Little, this little TMI for just everybody. Just everywhere. I'm share it. I, okay. br- I bring my iPhone into the shower. And that it's just because I let the videos that I'm watching play or the audio I'm listening to play. And not really totally in the shower. No, no, it's it's kind of like on the shelf. It's on the shelf, but it's in the shower. Okay. So, you know, it gets splashed on, but the thing's water resistant. So it's, it's good, but water resistant, not waterproof. (laughs) So I was watching one of their videos this morning. They are doing an entire (laughs) series of Navy SEALs react to and insert thing here. Well, it was it was three of those guys that are all former Navy SEALs sitting there watching uh, Point Break. No kidding. And they were reacting. The original Point Break with both, Keanu Reeves and Patrick bo- Swayze? Both of them. Oh. And But they were reacting to some specific things like, of course, the parachuting that they were doing. Okay. And it was just hysterical the whole time you're watching it. Now I have to watch that. It's, it, it'll suck you in. Uh, but uh, to be war- to be fair, sometimes they they get a little <laughs> bit um, blue in their language. Or it's like know. not safe for work, it, or it's sort of safe for work. We're just okay. gonna go there. Just no. If you're working from home, maybe it's perfect. If you're working from home, I don't know. Anyway, so, and you're but, and you're not customer facing or whatever. Yeah. So, <laughs> but I got sucked into it. They're they're hilarious. We are still trying to get them on the show. So, guys, if you're listening, we want to have we, you on. Would love it. I think they have their own podcast too that we need to check out. Speaking of International Podcast Day and all that, I think we got to get in on that. But let's talk about uh, the Thin Blue Line Medium Roast itself. I love the smooth quality of this coffee. I love the way the beans smell. I could just smell the packaging of the. You can do a ground or you can do a whole bean. I love to do whole bean 
and just sit there and smell it before we even grind it. Well, nothing beats grinding fresh, uh, mm. grinding when you're about to brew it. Ugh. We've been making this in our French press, or as Amy likes to call it, a single serving. And <laughs> Yes, it is a single serving. Well, we have... For we me. Have, we have a single serving French press, but then <coughs> we also have like a four cup French press. Okay, well. And it... Absolutely makes the smoothest, richest coffee that you can do either black, in my opinion. If you do it black, it's not bitter. And it's so smooth. But it's got a strong enough flavor that it holds up if you wanted to add creamer to it. Yeah, but then the the smooth and the rich coffee flavor really come through. And it doesn't matter. It's I mean, this is a medium roast. And you can still, you get that essence of coffee flavor. If you drink it, I love it black. But they do have a number of mm. options. You yeah. Know, this, this is a medium roast. They mm -hmm. have some dark roasts. They have some light roasts. There's they, variety. They have a variety that yeah. is specifically uh, roasted and grown for its caffeine content called uh -huh. caffeinated AF. Well. You can figure that out on your own. Yeah, let's We keep don't it. want an explicit we're, tag here. Yeah, we're keeping it. Friendly. So I can't recommend these guys enough. I hope we get them on the show someday. They're they're incredible at making coffee. They're incredible at marketing their coffee. And they're incredible because they support law enforcement, fire, EMS, military. And that has a special place in my heart. So thanks, Black Rifle. Come on our show. Next week, we're going to have more virtual races and awesome food and beverages to flash back to. And we're going to share a little bit more from our most recent trip to Disney. We cannot wait to share that, especially because theme parks in Florida can now be at 100% capacity. Disney has said they are going to open to 100% capacity. Mm. Effective, I believe, immediately with that. And they're going to be getting their restaurants back open quickly. We cannot wait. So we have to share with you so you know where to explore and indulge at Disney. And the virtual medal that we are going to share with you is awesome. So stay tuned for that. So there are many ways that you all can support the show. Share the show on your social media. That is the biggest thing you could do for us right now and tag us or give us a rating and review on Apple Podcasts so that people can find us when they're searching. Or you can purchase red swag like the brand new face masks that we now have, the bar keys, running shorts. And of course, if you want to become a friend of the show and get bonus content by becoming a patron on Patreon, go to patreon.com slash runnydrinkpodcast. Or for you Podbean users, we have the exact same patronage level set up for you by clicking on the Become a Patron button at the top of our page in the player on Podbean or go to patron.podbean.com slash runnydrinkpodcast. So... Thank you for joining us on your long run, your commute to work, around the house, wherever you are. We're so glad that you joined us for this episode. Stay tuned for the next. I'm your host, Amy. And I'm your co-host, Dana. Stay safe and well, and we will talk to you really soon. Thanks for listening to this week's episode of the Run, Eat, Drink podcast. We're having another great year thanks to your support. Don't forget to follow us on Facebook and Instagram. We're at Run, Eat, Drink podcast. And on Twitter we're run eat drink pod 
You can also give us a call at 941-677-2733 or send us an email at info at runeatdrink.net. Visit our website at runeatdrink.net and click on the subscribe link so you don't miss a minute. Find out how you can support the show at patreon.com slash runeatdrinkpodcast. Accomplish, explore, and indulge right along with us. We'll talk to you next time.